This is Andrew Townley, and welcome to another edition of the Archistry Architect Insights Podcast. Remember, if you enjoy this content and you want to get more of it each week, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And if you want to get a daily dose of these kinds of insights delivered directly to your inbox each and every day, make sure you're signed up for my daily emails at archistry.com slash insights. There's really two main types of security architects out there. And if you've been following me for a while, you might have a vague idea what I'm talking about. However, it's worth thinking seriously about which one of these you most identify with, because it will tell you where your career as a security professional is going to end. Think I'm being overly dramatic? Well, I'm not. Because let's review the two main types of security architect I see in the world. The type 1 security architect is through and through a technologist. The type 1 security architect is through and through a technologist. They've spent their entire careers learning everything there is to know about whatever it is they're working with. They've collected a bunch of certifications in products, and they might have even splashed out and gotten their CISSP at some stage. Now, the thing about type 1 architects is that they have both broad and deep knowledge about security when it comes to the domains they've worked with. They probably could rattle off the configuration commands of nearly every major network and endpoint tool out there, and they have an intimate working knowledge of where the weaknesses and exploits are for the various components. Ask a Type 1 architect for an architecture, and they'll immediately ask you about the performance requirements, budget you have, and what kinds of components you'd prefer. Then, armed with this information, they draw a bunch of diagrams and then present you with the architecture you've asked for. Note that almost everyone who hasn't otherwise had their assumptions challenged about what security architecture is all about has a bit of a Highlander mindset about security architects. As in, there can be only one. See, it's just not as effective if you don't try and say it with a Christopher Lambert accent. And the one type of security architect is the type one security architect I've just described. However, if you scratch the surface of the way the brain of a type 1 architect works, you'll discover something interesting. They're experts in probably dozens of architectures, but they're not expert architects. To understand the critical distinction in what I just said, you have to understand a little bit about type 2 security architects. Type 2 security architects aren't really security architects at all. In fact, first and foremost, they're just architects. They may well have an interesting and varied background in software development, operations, or even infrastructure configuration management and support. But while that general basis of knowledge is still buried in their brains somewhere, it's not front and center in the way that they see the world. Because a type 2 security architect sees the world in terms of concepts and connections instead of components and technology. They're interested in understanding a whole lot less about any one individual thing, because what really fascinates the type 2 security architect is why that thing and this other thing, and this other thing over here, working together, end up producing this result. And then the type 2 security architect can't help asking themselves a simple yet powerful question. Why in the hell would anyone want to do that? But they don't just ask the question and move on, shaking their head and dismissing it. They really genuinely are curious as to the answer. And then they want to know what needs to happen in all those things they've just discovered in order to have the best chance possible to make that thing happen. In short, the Type 2 architect primarily asks questions about how the world works, 
And the type 1 architect primarily asks questions about how things in the world work. Fundamentally, this distinction comes from the primary modes of thinking used by each type of architect, because the type 1 architect is really focusing on understanding and optimizing the things they work with from the perspective of analysis. And the type 2 architect is really focusing on how to identify and manipulate potential points of influence and control in the world that are of interest to what they're trying to do. And the only way to do this successfully is by seeing the world as interconnected and dependent systems of systems from the perspective of synthesis. Now, based on these definitions, the answer to my earlier dramatic question should be pretty clear. The end game of a type 1 architect is to be an architect forever, unless they somehow get promoted out of it into a management role because the organization they work for can't afford to pay them as an architect as good as they are, or the type 1 architect finally realizes that, at the end of the day, and after years of component after component, that they've basically been doing the exact same job for their entire career, and only the shells, the paint, and the color of the blinking lights have been any different. And they finally realize that they've unwittingly been screwing in the same bolt on an assembly line of security control technology evolution for a couple of decades, and they're pretty tired of it, and they want to do something else, like become a monk in Tibet or something completely different than security. However, the end game of a type 2 architect is actually pretty simple, because the type 2 architect has the worldview and the unique balance between applying both synthetic and analytic thinking, and the ability to visualize and maintain complex conceptual models in their head at any time and about anything in the world, real or imaginary, so that they can then leverage this secret superpower to do anything they want. But it probably won't be limited to security, and it might even be that they end up being a non-technical member of the executive management team, or even running the whole organization. Because, in reality, being a Type 2 security architect isn't about security at all. It's about creating a system that gives you the best chance of success to get what you, or someone you're working for, really wants. So, on one hand, it's nothing at all to do with what most people assume traditional security is about, but in fact, it's ultimately what security really means. So, based on the above, I think it's a useful exercise to take some time and give some deep thought to what kind of security architect you are right now, and what kind of security architect you want to become in the future. And based on how you answer that question, you'll know whether there's really any chance anything I say, produce, or do will be of any use to you whatsoever. Because the only reason I care about helping Type 1 security architects is if they're serious on becoming a Type 2 architect. And if they're not, then I've really got nothing for them, because I don't care much about the architectures of things unless I have to for a specific piece of client work I need to do. They're all the same, and it's just a mapping exercise to the fundamental conceptual models I've created as part of the Agile security system and the baseline perspectives, especially once you understand SAMHSA domains properly and how I've expanded on this concept with the Essential 8. And once this mapping is done, I know all I need to know about the overall impact on the security of the organization and how that either helps or hinders me in measuring the client's overall risk exposure. However, if you're either already a Type 2 security architect or you aspire to be one, then you might be interested in how I actually do what I just described above as presented in the Agile Security System, using SAMHSA's three fundamental core concepts and focusing on those concepts in applying the seven principles, 14 practices, and three baseline perspectives to build actionable, practical, and business-driven security architectures 
faster than you ever thought possible. You've been listening to the Archistry Architecture Insights Podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. And if you want more like it delivered straight to your inbox each and every day, sign up to get my daily emails at archistry.com slash insights today.